from API. This is Energy Tomorrow Radio, your source for information and conversation about the most important energy issues of the day. Welcome to Energy Tomorrow Radio. I'm Jane Van Ryan. One of the most significant developments in energy in recent years is the production of natural gas from shale rock formations. Technological advances such as the combination of horizontal drilling and hydraulic fracturing have made it possible to produce natural gas from formations that didn't lend themselves to energy production just a few years ago. So now today, gas from shale is greatly increasing U.S. natural gas supplies and creating economic opportunities. A new study quantifies the economic impact of just one of those new natural gas fields, the Marcellus Shale Formation, which lies beneath a large swath of New York, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. And the study's author, Dr. Tim Considine of the University of Wyoming, is on the telephone with us today. Welcome, Tim. Hello. Tim, if you will, first describe the Marcellus Shale Formation. How big is it, and what could it mean to U.S. energy supplies? Well, the Marcellus Shale is a layer of shale rock uh, that underlies most of uh, West Virginia into southwestern Pennsylvania. It goes north from there into central Pennsylvania, into northeast Pennsylvania, and extends into upstate New York, where it actually outcrops or reaches a surface in Marcellus, New York, which is just southwest of Syracuse. And how important would you say it is to U.S. energy supplies? Very important. There's a uh, Professor Engelder at Penn State estimates that the formation could contain uh, up to 489 trillion cubic feet of gas. That would make it the second largest gas field in the world. Well, does your study examine only the value of the natural gas itself, or does it look at all the economic benefits that producing the Marcellus Shale natural gas could bring? Uh, the study does look at the economic benefits of developing the Marcellus shale. Because it's so large, it would take decades to recover this gas. And uh, at current prevailing natural gas prices, the value of the gas in the ground is $2 trillion. It's a very large amount of money. But uh, as I mentioned, it would take... Um, many years for uh, the drilling to proceed and what the study does is it looks at the economic benefits that this drilling activity provides to the economies in the region. How would you describe those potential economic benefits uh, in terms of say jobs and government revenues for services? Well what we did in the study was we uh, we estimated the economic benefits in the year 2009 and based on our estimates of industry spending and using a standard so-called input-output model to estimate the economic impacts, we find that the activity in 2009 generated $4.8 billion in value-added or gross product in the region, more than 57,000 jobs, and it contributed $1.6 billion to federal, state, and local taxes. And you anticipate that that would continue, that there'd be uh, increased economic growth beyond that? It's likely to continue. We did um, develop three development scenarios in the study looking out to the year 2020. Under the high development scenario, we found that uh, the industry could be as large to generate um, more than 280,000 jobs in that year 
and more than $24 billion in economic output. That really puts it on the map as a major industry in the northeast and mid-Atlantic region. Those are very significant numbers, but I'm, I'm sure there must be obstacles that could inhibit the economic growth. For example, I know that Pennsylvania is talking about a severance tax that could add costs to natural gas production. There, there are uh, risks above and below the ground. There's geologic risk. We really you know, you never know how these wells will operate and whether reserves are there. It's likely that the reserves are there. The economic and political uh, factors are important. You mentioned the severance tax. Pennsylvania is debating the merits of a severance tax, and one of the insights I obtained after looking at this industry is that natural gas from the Marcellus Shale is unique because it uh, has a very steep decline curve. In other words, the gas comes out of the ground very fast, but then output drops. And what this means is that the industry has to keep on drilling to keep production growing in the future. Now, a severance tax could run the risk of diverting investment capital away from Pennsylvania, and um, uh, that would have... Um, an impact on on long-run state revenues. So policymakers need to sort of weigh the benefits of the tax in terms of additional revenue with the potential costs of uh, raising production costs in the region and uh, making Pennsylvania less attractive uh, relative to other shale plays. But then there are obstacles in other areas, too, aren't there, to Marcellus shale production? What obstacles exist in New York? Uh, the obstacles in New York are real and, and, and um, binding right now. Currently, there's an effective de facto moratorium on Marcellus drilling. Uh, the uh, government there has imposed a limit on the amount of water that could be used for horizontal fracturing. And this limit is well below... Uh, the amount of water that's necessary to make a well economic in that region. As a res result, there's, um, while there have been a number of pilot wells drilled in the area, there uh, is virtually no drilling. Now, what we did in the study was we developed a scenario for future development, and it was a fairly modest scenario where we envisioned drilling to occur west of Broome County in New York, outside the Delaware and New York City watersheds. And even under that modest development from uh, the year 2011 to 2020, New Yorkers would pass up about $11 billion in economic output uh, by following this moratorium. Now, the Marcellus Shale also is beneath portions of West Virginia. How would you describe the natural gas business climate in that state? Well, currently, uh, I think the best way to sum it up is that uh, what we found in our study and our analysis of drilling activity is that it's falling in West Virginia and booming in Pennsylvania. Uh, now, there are a lot of factors that may account for this, uh, clearly differences in costs, and one of the factors that affects or raises the cost of production in West Virginia is their severance tax and also... Uh, their treatment of gas properties for um, uh, uh, property tax valuations. Um, 
So uh, the bottom line here is that there is some evidence, limited, um, that um, the policies in West Virginia vis-a-vis taxation are having a deleterious effect on growth in that in that uh, of Marcellus drilling in that state. Well, the Marcellus Formation isn't the only large shale gas formation in the United States. Overall, how would you assess the combined importance of all of these new shale formations to America's energy future? Uh, the the shales are are uh, are very important. They're coming at a very opportune time. Um, uh, the Marcellus is one among several shale plays that are um, emerging. Uh, there's the the largest gas field in the United States is a shale field, and it's in it's called the Barnett in the Dallas Fort Worth Texas area, and the Marcellus uh, has uh, the potential to be even larger. In fact, much larger than the Barnett. There's also the Haynesville shale and the Fayetteville shale. Uh, there's also emerging oil and natural gas shale plays in Texas and even in my region, Wyoming, uh, Colorado, Nebraska, Kansas. So these uh, shale formations um, really um, opened up a new vista for the natural gas industry, uh, greatly expanding our reserve base well into this century and probably in the next. So. These shale plays are going to be around for a while, and they will be uh, they'll play a pivotal role in supplying energy to the United States of America. Wonderful, Tim. Thank you so much for all this information, and thank you for joining us today on Energy Tomorrow Radio. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us on Energy Tomorrow Radio, brought to you by the people of America's oil and natural gas industry. For more information about this podcast or to submit questions for future shows, visit energytomorrow.org. That's energytomorrow.org.